Welcome to The Backstory with Dr. Ricky Singh. This podcast is focused on bringing you the latest research-based information about dramatically improving health, well-being, and quality of life. And here's your host, Dr. Ricky Singh. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Backstory. Today, I wanted to discuss a book with you that I just finished reading. Actually, I didn't read it. I listened to it on Audible. I have been training for the 2023 New York City Marathon, and I have found that listening to books while I run really helps me with my cadence and with my breathing. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent. Um, but I thought this book had tremendous applications, both to the patients that I see in clinic and also had some application to my own personal life. So the book I read is entitled Dopamine Nation, Finding Balance in the Age of Indulgence. And this was a really thought-provoking book. It was written by Dr. Anna Lebke, who is a psychiatrist and an addiction specialist. And what I really liked about the book is that it delves into the intricate relationship between dopamine, which is part of our brain's reward system, and how it relates to the modern world's plethora of addictive substances, of addictive behaviors, and all the opportunities that face us every single day. And the way she wrote the book, she combines her clinical experience, her scientific knowledge, and personal insights to really offer a comprehensive exploration of the challenges posed by overstimulation of dopamine in our society. So I wanted to outline the key concepts of the book, my takeaways, and then maybe some tips on how we can manage our own dopamine and our own addictive behaviors that could relate. So the first thing is, what is dopamine? Well, dopamine is a neurotransmitter that plays a crucial role in pleasure, in motivation, in reinforcement. And the book goes on to elucidate how the brain's reward system, which again is regulated by dopamine, by this neurotransmitter, was actually evolved to promote survival. Because without dopamine, without this reinforcement, behaviors such as eating, such as reproducing, may not exist in the first place. The problem is that in today's modern society, we have an array of hyper-stimulating substances, hyper-stimulating activities that can often hijack that system. And that in turn can lead to a range of addictive behaviors. One of the central themes of the book, in addition to dopamine, is the second part of the title, which is the age of indulgence. And in this part of the book, Dr. Lebke really argues that the abundance of these dopamine-inducing stimuli such as high sugary foods, things that we've talked about in the past, alcohol, drugs, smartphones, and even social media have created an environment where people are constantly seeking quick and intense rewards. And this has given rise to the cycle of instant gratification, which can in turn lead to a decrease in one's capacity to tolerate discomfort. And I've actually witnessed this with my own kids. You know, for better or for worse, we allow our kids to use their iPads sometimes during meals. And I've seen them watch these five-minute segments, shows like Ryan's World or similar short segments that have one or two characters, and they get constant new contact. They get stimulated. And when my wife and I try to make them sit down and watch a 30-minute program or even a Disney movie, it's really difficult for them because they need changing stimuli frequently. Um, but that is something we're working on. But it was important to recognize that even my own kids have this cycle of instant gratification 
um, and they have a decreased capacity to kind of sustain something long term. And basically in the book, Dr. Lebke asserts that this pursuit of pleasure has become the primary driver in modern life. And sometimes at the expense of overall, overall wellness, overall well-being, and even mental health. She talks about the ways in which dopamine can impact the brain and lead to various forms of addiction, whether it's substance use or behavioral addiction. But she presents a pretty balanced perspective, suggesting that dopamine itself is not inherently negative. Remember, it's a vital part of the human experience. It's essential for survival. It's essential for reproduction. And some dopamine pursuits can actually lead to growth and lead to innovation and positive outcomes. But it's really that challenge of balancing indulgence and self-regulation, which is one of the central themes of the book. So what are some of the more common addictive behaviors that are becoming increasingly prevalent in today's world? Well, the first is substance abuse or a substance use disorder. And this could be addiction to drugs such as opioids, cocaine, methamphetamines. This could include addiction or abuse of alcohol, which remains a significant issue worldwide and something that we've discussed previously on this podcast. And we know that substance abuse can lead to severe psychological, physical, and social consequences. Another addictive behavior we don't talk a lot about is gambling, which can involve compulsive gambling. You know, fantasy football is just right around the corner. A lot of my friends are getting involved in their leagues. And while a lot of this can be fun and playful, if there is an inability to control or stop gambling, despite the negative consequences, this could lead to financial difficulties, strained relationships, emotional distress, just to name a few. What about the internet and social media? All of us have the internet at our fingertips with the advent and adoption of smartphones. And there are numerous social media platforms like TikTok, like Instagram, and now Threads, where you can scroll through content at lightning speed. And my belief is that some of these devices and some of these apps were actually intended to connect us with one another. But in reality, there's an addiction to these devices. And this can lead to anxiety and withdrawal and neglect of real life experiences. On a previous podcast, we talked about how many times does someone actually pick up their smartphone to look at it. And it's something on the order of 600 times a day. Just imagine, you're picking something up multiple times a minute, looking at your phone, perusing through new contact. Another addictive behavior is shopping addiction or compulsive buying. And sometimes this involves an uncontrollable urge to shop, resulting in excessive spending and financial problems. I'm very, very fortunate. My wife and I are on the same page when it comes to shopping. Um, she is very conservative and very humble when it comes to that. But when I look at my own credit card statement, you know, the most frequent vendor is often Amazon because everything is easy. I remember growing up, if you wanted to buy something, you'd have to go to the store or go to the mall. And by the time you actually mustered the motivation and the energy to get off the couch, you probably realized you didn't need that item in the first place. But nowadays, you think that you need something, you grab your phone, you get on Amazon, and you'll have it at your fingertips or at your door within an hour or one or two days. What about food addiction? We have previously talked about having a healthy relationship with food and being mindful about what you eat. But being addicted to food, which is characterized by overeating or binge eating or loss of control around food, can in fact lead to poor health outcomes, can lead to obesity, can lead to diabetes. 
but most importantly, it can lead to emotional distress. Another addictive behavior that doesn't get much attention is exercise. And while I agree that most of the things I've mentioned in moderation are okay, and there are tremendous health benefits from exercise, some individuals develop an unhealthy obsession with exercise. They may exercise excessively. They may ignore their injuries. They may be unable to engage in physical activity because of some of this distress. But the most important thing to note is many of these addictive behaviors can often coexist. They can often co overlap. And there are individuals that may struggle with multiple forms of addiction simultaneously. And being able to recognize some of these behaviors is probably the most important step so that we can seek help from healthcare providers and we can go to members of our community to get that encouragement that we need. Whether it comes to addictive behaviors or balancing dopamine, there's no question that it can be challenging. But with some awareness and some proactive steps, here are some tips that can promote a healthy relationship within your own lives. The first is to understand dopamine. Educate yourself about the role of dopamine in the brain. Educate yourself about the influence that it has on our behaviors. Once you do that, then you can identify triggers. Really spend some time to pay attention to the situations and the activities or the substances that trigger your dopamine-driven behaviors. And once you're able to recognize these triggers, you can help anticipate them, you can better manage them, and you can manage the impulses that arise from them. Practicing self-awareness and developing mindfulness, using techniques such as meditation and deep breathing, can really help you create some space between impulse and action. And this will really allow you to make more intentional choices. We've talked in the past about setting goals versus changing habits. And I, I do believe there is some value in clarifying your long-term goals and your long-term values, and then aligning your day-to-day -day activities to meet those goals. If you provide yourself with a clear sense of purpose and you focus on meaningful pursuits, you'll probably end up relying less on instant gratification and short-term rewards that often come with these addictive behaviors. Self-care is one of the most important things along with self-love, trying to engage in activities that promote your overall well-being. Just like they say in the airplane, put on your oxygen mask before helping those around you. And that's the same when it comes to health and wellness. Engaging in exercise, proper nutrition, getting sufficient sleep, implementing stress management techniques, if you take care of all these physical and mental health aspects of your own body, you're probably going to create a more balanced neurotransmitter system in the brain. And one thing we probably don't do enough of is celebrate progress. Acknowledge yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a break. Celebrate your progress in reducing some of these addictive behaviors and finding healthier ones. And don't forget to reward yourself with these milestones because even that positive reinforcement is going to have a positive impact on your behavior. Remember, overcoming addictive behaviors and balancing dopamine, it's a journey. It requires patience. It requires commitment. And most importantly, it requires self-compassion. So don't get me wrong. There are going to be some setbacks along the way. But with each step towards healthier choices, you are going to contribute to a more balanced and fulfilled life. So if you get a chance, check out the book Dopamine Nation by Dr. Anna Lebke. It really offers a comprehensive approach to the role of dopamine, especially in today's society. I think it's a very valuable resource for anyone seeking a deeper understanding of addiction, of brain function, and the complexities of modern life. Until next time, remember, we've got your back. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening to The Backstory. Please subscribe, 
Rate the podcast and review the backstory on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play Music. And feel free to share this podcast on social media or even your own website or blog. This podcast is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice. To learn more about Dr. Singh and his clinical research, please follow him on social media. You can also sign up for his newsletter by going to www.rickysinghmd.com. That's R-I-C-K-Y-S-I-N-G-H-M-D.com. Thank you.